Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our message on biblical rank and biblical headship. Our text scripture is Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21, submitting to one another in the fear of God. We discussed that there's biblical rank in heaven and biblical rank on earth. In heaven, it's God the Father, God the Son, Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit. The highest rank is God the Father. Yes, there is the high rank of Jesus, the King of kings and Lord of lords. However, God the Father is the highest rank. John 14.10 says that the Son only speaks and does what the Father says. Listen to the words of Christ in speaking of the Holy Spirit in John chapter 16, verses 14 through 15. He says, He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. That scripture shows the Trinity with all three ranks of authority. Yes, the Trinity is three in one and one in three. However, the Father has the highest calling and anointing, even above the King and Lord. What are their ranks? Well, God the Creator, he has a duty. He's the Father and the Provider. God the Son, Jesus, who's the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the high priest and the righteous judge, he has a duty. He's the Savior, the servant, and the giver of himself. And God the Holy Spirit has a duty. He's the helper, the one called alongside, the comforter, and the communicator. All three ranks are positions of authority. And the fear of the Lord is also known as the respect for that authority. And it's the beginning of wisdom, as it says in Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. So Ephesians 5.21 is a key to success in life. No matter what rank and file we find in heaven or on earth, we should submit to one another in the fear of God. We also discussed biblical rank on earth, being the husband, the wife, the parents, and the children. The husband has a duty. He's the provider, the one who is to love his wife as Christ loves the church and give himself for her, as it states in Ephesians 5.25-28. through 28. And the wife has a duty, much like the Holy Spirit. She is the helper, the one called alongside, the comforter, the communicator, and is subject to her husband as unto the Lord, which it says in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 24. And the parents, being the father and mother, have a duty. Together, they are to train, nurture, and admonish their children in the Lord. And that's from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4, and Mark chapter 9, verse 42. 
and then the children have a duty. They are to obey their parents in the Lord, that it may be well with them, and that they may live long on the earth, from Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. But we need to notice how all four ranks can only operate and function properly in the Lord. And as we mentioned yesterday, many marriage seminars begin with Ephesians 5.22 and leave out verse 21, which says that we're to submit to one another in the fear of God. But how do we do that? Well, we do that by fulfilling our duty with the anointing he has given us and called us to do. I said children are begging for parents to fulfill their rank. And parents should be commanding children to fulfill their rank. Wives are begging their husband to fulfill their rank, and they should be longing to fill their rank for their husbands. And if any rank is not fulfilled as unto the Lord, then it will fall short and not work correctly. And of course, many of us have made mistakes over the years in this. So what do we do? We repent. We get before God and see how we're going to submit to one another with what God has called each of us to do and to help one another to do what we're called to do with the anointing and the authority he's given us. So in a sense, everybody has authority in some area of their lives, but the truth is we're all to work together and respect one another, and, are you ready for this, to submit to one another in the fear of God. We talked about in Ephesians 5.23, for the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and he's the savior of the body. Well, headship is an interesting word, meaning the position or state of being a leader or commander. And what's the foremost position of the body? Well, it's the head. And what does the head do? Well, the head leads and cares for, protects, provides, saves, and that's pending. It's thinking correctly, and it's not deceived. So like Christ, the head gives to the body. Ephesians 5.25, husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. And the head washes with the word, Ephesians 5, 26 through 27, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. And we see that the head loves the body, Ephesians 5, 28. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies, and he who loves his wife loves himself. But there are many problems we see in society. Could it be because many of our families are headless? Could it be that there is no respect for authority between husband and wife or even submitting to one another in the fear of the Lord? Has there been a lack of Christ-like love, giving of ourselves, leading, caring, protecting, providing, and saving in our homes? As men, husbands, fathers, and parents, we have to take an honest look at ourselves. If we've missed the mark, let's repent and take responsibility for our shortcomings. We can't blame our parents. We can't blame our past, our wives, our children, our bosses, our income, our education, our government, or our situations. By not accepting our rank of headship as unto the Lord, we're beheading our own families. So husbands, if your wife has the anointing as a helpmate, as a comforter, as a communicator, as one called alongside, how will you help her fulfill her position? And parents, together, submitting to one another as unto the Lord, how will you work together to show rank and authority to your children and that they need to obey? Well, I have personally experienced some mistakes I've made with my own family. What do I do now? Well, I thank God for his grace, and I honestly take account of myself and seek God to do it better. So as we read Ephesians 5.23, which says, for the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, 
and he's the savior of the body, and we consider this word biblical headship, men, God has commanded us to love God and to love our wives and to train our children and to love as Christ loves. William Gouge, a minister from 1622, writes this in a book called Of Domestical Duties. He says, the family is a seminary of the church and nation. Hmm, what does that mean? Well, I looked up the word seminary. It means a nursery where plants are grown from seed for transplanting elsewhere. William Gouge continues, a family is a little church and a little nation, or made of those that are fit for any place of authority or subjection in church or nation. Or rather, it is like a school where the first principles and grounds of government and subjection are learned, and by which men are fitted to greater matters of church and nation. Do we have a problem with authority in our society? Do we have a lack of respect for police officers and government officials? Could this be because we have not submitted to one another as unto the Lord in our own families? Through the government education system, the welfare system, the church system, and the work system, have we negated or delegated our responsibilities as husbands, fathers, parents, mothers of the home? It's possible we have mismanaged our headship by doing one of three things. One, we've managed an evil headship outside of the love of Christ. Or two, we've delegated our headship to others who really aren't anointed, appointed, or responsible. Or third, we've dropped our headship altogether. Men, can we expect any woman to submit to headship outside of the love of Christ? How can we expect our children to be obedient and honorable in life without teaching and showing them how authority and submission must center on Christ? Aren't we the only viable example of the Father God for the children he has given us? I believe we are. Mark chapter 9 verse 42 says, But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. Think about it. Are we not in part our children's creator? If so, does not the responsibility for their care and provision in part lie upon us? Yes, we are the ones responsible. We need to step up to the plate and be who God wants us to be. When we do, our wives will be our helper in submission with joy and thanksgiving. When we do, our children will obey and honor without question. You see, it's not just you submit to me. Ephesians 5.21 says, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Jesus submits to his Father God. The Holy Spirit submits to Jesus as the King of kings and Lord of lords. But aren't they one? Aren't they equal in authority? They really are, but they work together and understand and respect each other's duty. I work as a volunteer chaplain for the sheriff's department in my county. There are many ranks in a sheriff's department, and when I'm out riding with a deputy on their beat, many times they are what's called the primary deputy. That means they are primary when something happens within their beat. Even if they're not the first deputy there, Everyone that got there first, when the primary deputy shows up, they all give him respect and let him or her take their responsibility in a type of headship for that situation. It has nothing to do with age. It has nothing to do with skill. It has to do with position and duty as appointed. That doesn't mean they don't work together, and it doesn't mean the primary may need some advice from others. But they all respect one another for what the chief of the police has called them to do. 
It's submitting to one another in the fear of the authority of the organization. And it's honorable, and it's wonderful, and it's respectful if done right. Are there really ranks? Yes, they are. Is there really an authoritative structure? Yes, there is. But we all have a position of authority, and we all respect one another. This is the way it needs to work even in secular society. There are job positions, and everybody is responsible and has an authority where they work and what their position is. And if it's going to work correctly, we all work together, submitting to one another in the fear of God for those positions that have been given to us and the authority and the things that we're responsible to do. We respect one another. We submit to one another. How? In the fear of God. So we've learned that there's biblical rank and headship in heaven. It's the Father God, then God the Son, then God the Holy Spirit. And there is biblical rank and biblical headship on the earth. And that is the husband, and then the wife, then the parents, and then the children. And based upon our callings, anointings, and appointings, as Ephesians 5.21 says, we're submitting to one another in the fear of God. Our time is up. I trust you've enjoyed this, and I pray that it blesses you and your family. See you tomorrow, same time, same channel. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.